Do your employees ever come to you complaining about an abusive customer? Have you ever had a customer piss you off and wish you could tell them what you really think? Do you have a few customers you wish you could 86? Well, the truth is, we all do. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the Food Guru, here with your weekly pep talk. My goal is to teach restaurant owners, managers, and chefs just like you to focus on eight basic fundamentals that lead to a better life and financial freedom. Today is Monday, October 19th, 2020. This is episode number 95 of Build a Better Restaurant podcast, and it's called 86 The Wrong Customers. In all the world, there are six ways to increase sales in your restaurant, and they are raise prices. Increase the average check, keep the customers we have, increase customer visits, bring in new customers, and 86 the wrong customers. Now, these six pillars are the cornerstone of building a business that will last the test of time. If you can improve your performance in just one of these sales pillars, your sales may increase by 10%. And I believe that if you improve in two or three of these pillars, you should improve by 20 or even 30%. And I'm also crazy enough to believe that when we use all six of these sales pillars together in a strategy, you will see exponential growth of 60% or more. I'm serious. I had a client who doubled his sales in just 60 days. I mean, it's true and it can happen for you. Today, we're going to be talking about sales pillar number six, 86, the wrong customers. It's true. And sometimes we have to say hasta la vista to the wrong customers. Now, this one's a little tricky, so please pay attention. The objective is to sell our goods and services to our target audience. That's the people we had in mind when we created our restaurant. The people who understand and appreciate our core concept, what we're trying to do. This means we should focus our marketing efforts on attracting the target audience customer. Now, the wrong customer is someone who does not appreciate who and what we are and what we're trying to do. The wrong customer just doesn't get it. And they don't even try and they don't care. And that's a major bummer for us, isn't it? See, it pisses us off and it makes us question our very existence. It makes us question our restaurant concept and our goals. It makes us ask ourselves, why are we trying to do this in the first place? I mean, doesn't it? See, I'm here to tell you that sometimes it isn't you or us. It's them because they're the wrong customer. That's right. Sometimes the customer is wrong because they're the wrong customer for what we're trying to do. Okay, now this brings me to thing one, the vegan in the burger joint. Now, I know I talk about this a lot, but I love it. Okay, imagine you own a burger joint. And the goal is to sell the world's best cheeseburger. That's right. Big, fat, juicy cheeseburgers. And things are going along great. And then one day, a vegetarian saunters in looking for a veggie burger or something they consider healthy-ish. Now, the minute that happens, we have a choice. And the choice and the question is, who are we? And who's our target customer? And now we have to consider. 
Should we add a, veg a veggie burger or an impossible burger to our menu? Or should we stick to our goal of making the world's best cheeseburger? Or do we abandon our goal and broaden our concept for this person? Now, if we do broaden our concept and we add the impossible burger or the veggie burger or the black bean burger, I believe we will eventually have to add more stuff to accommodate the wrong customer and the vegetarians. And where do we stop? I mean, do we have to continue to add more and more stuff like salads and wraps and tofu? Because if we do that, we will lose our identity and become another vague restaurant concept that used to have great cheeseburgers. Okay, now let's shift gears a little bit and talk about a restaurant with a $50 check average. Now imagine you have an upscale restaurant and our business plan calls for a $50 average check. And business is a little bit slow on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. So what do we do? Well, let's imagine that we give in and we add some less expensive items to drive weekday business. And then people start ordering those things during the week and on Friday and Saturday night. Well, then this drives down our average check to 25 bucks. And now that means that we're going to have to do twice as many customers at $25 as we originally planned to at $50. So we have to double our intended amount of customers on the weekends. And that reduces the level of service that we're able to give to our good customers. Remember our target market? The people who want to spend $50 or more per person? And then before you know it, we're going to start to lose the high-end clientele because we're not delivering the customer promise, which is great food and great service. And we're going to be stuck with the bargain hunters. And when that happens, eventually, and quicker than you think, you're going to start to lose your good waiters because they're not making as much money. And then you're going to have to replace them with okay servers. So you're going to go from good waiters to okay servers. Wow. And ouch. Hey, don't laugh. This happens all the time because somebody made a decision. Somebody gave in and tried to accommodate the wrong customer. It happens all the time. And we have these discussions in my restaurants all the time. And we have to make a decision. When is it given in? When is it the right move? And it's very difficult. Think about this. You never see the Ritz-Carlton or the Four Seasons Hotel Group advertising buy one, get one free. And you never see a sale at the Bentley or the Rolls-Royce dealership because they're luxury brands. They appeal to wealthy clients, not bargain hunters. They knew who they are and they stick to their concept no matter what. And what about you? Do you know who you are and do you stick to your brand promise? Here are a few other examples of wrong customers. A wrong customer is the two top taking up a four top at seven o'clock on a Saturday night. It's the influential person who wants to negotiate a better price or the cheapskate who just grinds you down. How about the tardy and the unpunctual customers? who show up late and screw up our reservation book. What about campers and dawdlers? You know, the things that wouldn't leave. And then don't forget the constant complainer, the person who just wears us out with all their little upset, focused 
needs. Okay, now, after that, we had another group called group two, which is the dangerous people. And this is a whole different category of the wrong customer. And these people are dangerous. And they include the extremely rude, drunk people, and predators. Now, let's take these each one at a time and look at them. Okay, the extremely rude. These people are complete asshats. They throw their weight around and they treat you and your people like shit. They think they're above us and they will say and do whatever they damn well please because, and remember, they think the customer's always right and sometimes they aren't. Okay, now the next group is drunk people. These people can be downright obnoxious and if you mishandle them, they can cost you your liquor license and your business. Okay, then we have predators. Now, these are the people who will grab a waitress's ass or talk dirty to them. Predators want to harm you and your people, and that is totally unacceptable. Now, check this out. We once had to ban a blind guy from the restaurant, not because he was blind, but because he was a predator. He tried to get the male waiters to take him to the bathroom and assist him. This was just way too far out of bounds. And he'd get all upset about it and other stuff like that. So we gave him the boot and he sued us. We eventually won the case, but it cost us some cash. It turned out that this person was doing the same thing in other restaurants around town. Here's the thing with these dangerous customers. We have to deal with them because it's our duty to provide a safe place for our customers and our employees. And if you know that one of your customers or one of your employees is being abused and you don't do anything about it, my lawyer said, we better do something because they can sue us because we're not protecting them. It's our duty to protect our people. Okay, so now let's shift gears and go to thing number three. I call it send them across the street to where they will be loved and appreciated. Now, imagine that you're a taco joint and a customer comes in looking for pizza or burgers. Instead of saying, sorry, Charlie, just take a minute and tell them about your favorite pizza place or your burger joint that just opened right down the street or has been there for 20 years. Or let's imagine we're a high-end seafood restaurant and a group comes in looking for appetizers and beers after playing golf or before a concert. This is probably the wrong customer for tonight. But if we kindly or graciously recommend the sports bar next door, with the key words being kindly and graciously, they'll probably remember it. And the next time they're looking for a nice night out, they'll remember us and how kindly and graciously we treated them. Remember this. We're still in the hospitality business. And our job and our duty is to serve all the people we come in contact with. And that includes the wrong customers. Sometimes we, we don't serve them by selling them a burger or a taco. We serve them with directions. And if we are friendly and helpful and gracious, we'll probably get them back the next time they're looking for what we do the way we want to do it. You just say, I'm sorry, but that's just not a service that we offer. What you're looking for is just not who we are and what we do. But Joe's place right down the street might be the perfect place for you. Would you like me to call them and make a reservation for you? I know the owner personally. He's a great friend of mine. In conclusion, 
there is good news. When you 86 the wrong customer, you make room for the right customer, and you and your staff can breathe a sigh of relief. You can focus on serving the right customers the right way. You can focus on being who you are and doing what you're great at. Remember, it's always about them and what they get. It's not just about you and what you get. The best course of action is always to help other people find what they're looking for, even when it doesn't benefit you, because that's the right thing to do. Okay, it's time to wrap this thing up. We've just spent the last six weeks or six podcasts talking about the six sales pillars. We've just touched on the tips of the icebergs of each of these pillars. And that brings me to this week's homework assignment. This week, your homework assignment is to start listening to my audio book, The Six Sales Pillars. And there's three easy ways to do it. Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. Just go there and search Peter Harmon, Six Sales Pillars. Pick the one you like and search Six Sales Pillars, Audible, Amazon, or iTunes. The price is only $17.99. Now think about that. $17.99. That's just a little bit more money than you pay a cook or a dishwasher for one hour of work. That's not much money. And it's an investment in your future and your business. Did you know the average CEO reads about 50 books per year? And I'm not talking about comic books or romance novels. I'm talking about good books that help them expand their thinking and help them grow their companies and keep their investors happy and stay alive. Here's the point. You need every sale and every advantage you can possibly get. And if my audiobook can help you increase your sales by 10%, that would be a great place to start, wouldn't it? My book is about six sales pillars. I've found that restaurant owners who use one of the six sales pillars increase their sales by about 10%. And restaurant owners who are using all six of these pillars together in a strategic system, are increasing their sales by 60% or more. Wow. This is not voodoo or rocket science. This is simply a straightforward, basic information that you need to increase sales. This is simply the most direct route to the target from where you are today to where you want to be. This stuff works. The truth is, you have a great opportunity in front of you right now. And what will you do with it? 95% of all restaurant owners in the United States are living day to day, trying to hold on until things get better, living in an endless loop, doing the same thing over and over with the same dismal results. I want you and your people to thrive. I want you to be in the top 5% of all restaurant professionals because only the top 5% of restaurant owners are taking action, action that's moving them forward no matter what the situation or the economy. The top 5% of restaurant owners will make it through these crazy times and they will even be better off on the other side. Which person are you? Are you the one who sits on their hands or the one who takes action today? Here's another idea. If you like this podcast and you find it useful, please share it with your people. Imagine what would happen if your people had this information and then imagine that they used it to increase sales and then imagine that your people grew as people and restaurant professionals. 
Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, imagine an entire team of plugged-in, knowledgeable, motivated restaurant professionals working for you, all headed in the same direction, working toward the same goal. Increasing your sales by 60% or more in the next year is possible. And when the student is ready, the food guru will appear. My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to start a restaurant revolution where every restaurant owner and manager who joins us has the information they need to reimagine their restaurant and earn a 10% profit, to create financial freedom and live the life of their dreams. Are you ready to join the top 5% of all restaurant owners in America? Are you ready to stop sucking wind and take some serious action? Are you ready to move your restaurant forward into the new world of restauranting? If you are, just come to foodguru.com and get started today. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.